foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. And according to Scripture, we are complete in Christ. But there are a few ways that we can stunt our spiritual growth. And one of them is anger. And that's what we're going to talk about today. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26, it says, Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Now, Jenny, it seems to me that anger is one of those emotions that is kind of tucked away under other names. Because we don't really want to talk about being angry, so we'll say we're frustrated or we're irritated or confused. So how can we grab a hold of the truth of the depth of what that root emotion is so that we can not be stunted in our growth? That's an excellent question, Sharon. We need to look at signs and symptoms in this particular question that you've asked okay? because we recognize where we are going astray by just the very words you used. We are irritated. Mm-hmm. We are frustrated. And we're confused at the situation that seems should have a practical re- resolution. Mm-hmm. So let's take those irritations and those aggravations and see how we then in our own strength try to fix them and we can't. Right. And then that moves us to a different level. Okay. But let's just talk a little bit about what it is that we do. Okay. One of the first things that we need to recognize, Sharon, is that you can't manage your emotions. All right. All right. Managing meaning. Uh, Basically control them if you are not going back to the truth of the scriptures. So within ourselves, we can't calm our anger or fix our anger or get it under control. Because basically our soul has been affected. And even though we are new creatures in Christ, we still have that old nature that we battle. Mm -hmm. And many times we don't recognize it's the old nature until we see the futility in trying to solve things in our own strength. So is anger kind of a habit? Is it a habitual emotion that just comes out in us? That's a good comment, and it can definitely be a habit because we get comfortable Mm -hmm. in trying to manage our emotions. Well, I tell you one thing that I noticed about myself is that if I get sad or get my feelings hurt, sometimes my emotion that shows is anger. Yes. So if I'm hurt, it comes out as anger. If I'm sad, it comes out as anger. So that anger is deep-rooted in there somewhere for me to be always showing that anger, right? Well, yes, because someone or something has offended your soulish flesh. Okay. Probably not your spirit, because if your spirit's in tune with the Holy Spirit, 
your love is going to have understanding for the situation. But if your soul, your mind, will, and emotions cannot rationalize the offense or the neglect or the hurt, Mm -hmm. then we have certain ways that we try to manage. So let's just talk a bit about how we try to manage. Okay. And I know the first thing that we women try to do is we just try to cover it with busyness. Oh, I don't want to do this or this or this, so I'm just going to get busy doing something else. Okay. And so we might start to run about doing good deeds for someone else to preoccupy us. Okay. Rather than dealing with the hurt that is within us. Uh, So we just try to put a cover over it. Okay. And I'm not saying that's bad. It's just that it usually fails. Uh, Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So when we bury the anger then that's how it can come out in different ways because it's deep-seated in there. Yes, and Sharon, when we're so busy doing for others, we feel so good. (laughs) (laughs) And we just feel like we're doing something right. Okay, I can't handle this, but I can do this. Mm -hmm. And that makes me feel really good. Until somebody doesn't appreciate what you've done, and then you get angry, right? And then you go to the next step. Which is? That you need to try to control the negative circumstances. Because of that runaway emotion. Okay. And that doesn't work because control puts stress on the body. And stress on the body means we are releasing poisons into our physical system, not to mention we are releasing poisons into our emotional thinking. Okay. Emotional thinking. Yes. So that means that trying to control negative circumstances was really taken care of at the cross. But you see, that means we now need to go back in and get to the root of why we're angry in the first place. Mm-hmm. Right. Because the Lord said he took care of all of those impossible situations. Right. Well, Psalm 4, 4 says, Be angry and do not sin. Meditate within your heart on your bed and be still. Yes, yes. And I thought that was interesting how when we are angry because it sounds like the Lord knows that there's going to be some anger that's going to rise up in us. But he's telling us not to sin in that anger, but to be still and meditate in the word and allow him to work that out in us. And you are so right on. Now, let's go back to that verse that you opened up with on Ephesians 4.26, uh-huh. where it says, Be angry and sin not. Uh-huh. Many people see that verse as a validity to endorse that there is a right to be angry with a situation. But actually, that verse, if you go back to the original text, is saying there is no excuse for being angry. You don't need to sin by letting your anger get out of control. Now, I'm going to give you a bold statement that we can go to later on, but there is only one reason for us to have valid anger. Okay, what's that? And that is when Almighty God is sinned against. So when we sin against God, and the illustration we can just pull out of the scriptures is, do you remember when the Lord got angry to the point that he got a whip and he started whipping with the people were using the temple of God as a place for their own private financial gain? Uh-huh. And he said, you will not make my house 
to be a den of thieves or to rob me of the glory. So if you are angry because someone is going against God Almighty, his truth, his honor, his character, his work, his completeness, as you said early, we are complete in him. Then you get angry at sin. Okay. But you can't let your anger then go to getting angry at trying to correct somebody else. We go to where the Lord said he has already done it and he's done it at the cross. And then we stand in the truth of the cross. And then we know how to go in our prayer life, in our serving life, according to his mindset, not according to our own logic and reason. But so when it says be angry and do not sin, the anger he's talking about is... In other words, God in the flesh, in his humanity, is Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ said, I went to the cross to take care of all anger, except anger against what caused me to have to go to the cross, which is sin. Okay. So we make sure that we don't make a compensation for being angry. And he says there, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. If you see that you're going into that wrong anger, Don't go to bed angry, because if you do, you're affecting the very body, the very temple that I created to have my spirit live within. So you go to bed upset, frustrated. You don't sleep well. The chemicals are poison that are flowing through your body, your emotions. And by the way, do you know that your brain, when you're sleeping, does not distinguish that it is a dream? It sees it as actual So if you're having a dream where somebody's chasing you and you wake up, your heart rate, your mindset, your body functions are still in that state of somebody chasing you. Right. Fear. Mm -hmm. And fear makes you angry. So we need to not let the sun go down on our wrath. Because it gives place for the devil to work in our lives. And then, ladies, very practically... When the husband comes home and he's had a busy day and maybe a stressful evening in the house, don't decide to deal with your frustrations at 10 o'clock at night when he needs to go to bed. Right. Okay. Okay. So we need to recognize that we will even in our home life, though, we will try to organize uh, our home life. And you know what? Whether it's our church life or our home life. If people are not committed to the same goals, then trying to organize somebody's flesh will end in failure. Well, when we when we organize, it's really to have some sort of control over the busyness of our life. Right. So it all kind of goes together when we get busy and and we want to be in control and we have these categories that we try to organize our life in or organize our family or or the church. (laughs) So we, we, we try to start delegating the habits and attitudes of other people. Well, and Sharon, stop and think about the ridiculousness of trying to organize the flesh. Well, we can't fix it in ourselves. What makes us think we can organize it in other people? And that's why we need to know the love of Jesus Christ and how he wants to show that exhibited through him working in us. So really the solution to keep anger from stunting our spiritual growth is Psalm 4-4, to meditate, to pray, and to be silent with him. 
And that's why Mentoring Matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hart's ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHarts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N Hearts.org.